St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus, our Savior, died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. This is a teaching ministry under the direction of Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., the senior pastor of St. Matthew's Baptist Church for over 33 years. Dr. Gordon's stellar leadership encourages thousands to cultivate a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Dr. Gordon exegetes God's word for truth, transformation, and transparency. It's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthews, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband have been going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthews in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
And we will, in spite of everything going on, pandem pandemic disease, virus, and social unrest, injustice, all that we see and hear, we will rejoice and be glad in it. As the Lord Jesus is in total control of everything, and he's got a timetable for everything, and he's worthy in everything. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, for he loadeth us with benefits. We greet you in that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And we are encouraged in spite of everything. We are thankful. Amen. We are praising him. We are promoting him because Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Kurios is the Greek word. He is Lord of all, and all reports to his lordship. This morning, this morning, this morning, we want to preach around the subject, amen, a fractured faith. We're back to our series on faith last week, before Father's Day, rather. We dealt with a featured faith of Abraham, that Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him for righteousness. This morning, we're dealing with a fractured faith from the notorious book of Job. The book of Job, the book of Job. Fractures are cracks in a bone in which they are not like a clean break. When you break a bone, typically the bone is separated, severed, but a fractured bone many times is hard to detect. There are what we call hairline fractures that can only be detected by an x-ray machine. And the word of God is our x-ray machine. God's word will detect what's going on in you, with you, from you, at all times. And, 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 and here in a similar sense, we, uh, most believers in Jesus Christ, most believers, amen, believe that God is their source, God is their sustenance, and God is their sufficiency. But we struggle with hairline fractures when it comes to God's total supremacy. Meaning that everything is subject to God and God is subject to none. If everything reports to God and God reports to none. If everything is allowed by God and God has purposes that are hidden from us. When we look at this great, great patriarch, and we call him a patriarch, a father of the faith, uh, amen, he was favored by God in God's testimony. Uh, he believed and he behaved. He, re he was reverenced, amen, and he was righteous. He had wisdom and he worshipped that that when we look at this character called Job, the word Job means persecuted one. And 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 what I love about this book, this pastoral, this devotional, this wisdom, this book of wisdom and devotion, is that Job was called a patriarch, a father like Abraham during the time of Abraham, time of promise near Noah. Pre-law, and we know that because his riches, he was the richest man of the East. Uh, when you look at chapter 1, we, we examine the facts that are here. There was a man from Oz, uh, modern-day Arabia, a man from Oz named Job, persecuted one, 
Amen. And the Bible says that Job was perfect and upright and he feared God. This fear is his reverencing for God. Amen. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. And the Bible says in the substance, verse 3, was great. Now, the reason we know this was before the law is because his riches are measured by livestock. 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and da-da-da. Not silver and gold, but livestock. And also, he built his own altar and would give God a burnt sacrifice, as Abraham did. And so he he is known as a patriarch, pre-law, pre-Levitical system. And, and, and when we look at uh, this book of Job, Job's faith was strong. He feared God. Job had... Amen. A strong faith. Job was favored by God, but Job, like us, had a hairline fracture as he was tested by unknowable conflict and catastrophe. Didn't know where it was coming from. He he was criticized, amen, by so-called friends. And God came along, amen, and put a stop to his turmoil. He limped, he labored, and he had a false leaning on Almighty God. Let me, let me, let me say this when I look at chapter one and two of Job. It's interesting that like no other narrative, God lays out some stunning facts about this great man of God, his faith, his fortitude, his failures, his fractures, that when we look at Job, we we can only see ourselves that uh, this, this man needed God's healing. Amen. And I want to talk about three words, allowances, what God allows uh, annoyances, how God allows these annoyances and amen to our amazement, how God brings us out. We, we look at, we look at this character called Jew, my God. Now, the first thing I want to say about Job is that Job, now listen to me, Job, amen, had a fracture of a secret attack. God allowed something in Job's life he didn't understand. Something that was hidden. There are some hidden things, Deuteronomy 2020 says the hidden things belong to the Lord, but the revealed things belong to us. There there are some hidden things in your life from your past, from your makeup that you and I cannot discern. They, they are the purposes of God. Why would God do this? Why would God allow this? Why did God bring this forth? There are some hidden things that are not revealed in Scripture. Lord, have mercy. And I I want you to understand that like no other narrative in the Bible, we see and learn of a secret agreement in heaven between God and Satan. That that is, God gave Job a great testimony Amen. One that feared God and eschewed evil. And yet, when we look at chapters 1 and 2 of Job, we we see something that amazes us. That the sons of God on a certain day, they are angels. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, sons of God are angels and servants of men. In the New Testament, it reverses. 
angels or servants and sons of gods are the saints. And, and so these sons of God, these angels came to present themselves before the Lord. Amen. And the Bible says Satan came also among them. Now let me stop, pause and park. Satan had, listen, he had access to heaven. He had accusatory powers. He's the accuser of the brethren. He had authority to be there. And when God, amen, confronted Satan who came among the sons of God, God said, where are you going? He asked him a question and he said, I'm going to and fro in the earth and I'm seeking Ah, I'm, listen, I'm seeking someone, amen, to inflict. I'm prancing, ah, up and down, uh, to, amen, uh, bring problematic situations in their lives with their faith. And we go back to 1 Peter 5, 8, where it says, Satan, like a roaring lion, is prancing back and forth. Amen. He's seeking to sift like wheat. He's seeking whom he may find to devour like a roaring lion. So God says, have you considered my servant Job? Let me, let me stop, pause, and part. All of this is unknowable to Job. He's on earth doing his best, worshiping, walking with God. And there's something that's hidden from him that involves him. There are some hidden things in your life this morning from your history, from your hurts. Yeah, from your heritage that has inflicted you. There are some hidden purposes from Almighty God. Amen. And we can ask why. The songwriter said we wonder why the tests when we try, Lord have mercy, to do our best. But we'll understand it better. By and by. By and by is not getting to heaven. By and by is as time goes on, God allows things to be revealed. There are some hidden secrets which God allowed. Some bad, some good. Some up, some down. Yeah. Some, some from our family, some from our faults, some from our frictions, some from our failures. God allowed certain things unknowable to you, listen to this, for his own glory. He orders our steps. The steps of a good man, a saved man, are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. And though he fall, he would not utterly be cast down. I don't know about you, but that's shouting material. That I've got a God who loves me. I've got a God who has purposed, amen, uh, my whole life out. He has planned for my pitfalls. Uh, He pulls me out. He's passionate. He's purposeful. Thank you, Jesus, for being an all-wise, all-knowing, all-participating God it's here that Satan when told by God have you considered my servant Job says back to God um, there's no way a man or woman with a fallen nature will be true to you let, let that soak in there's no way they will be transparent to you. There's no way they will be triumphant in you. The fallen nature of Adam, the Adamic nature, the old nature, 
keeps working overtime to make us do evil. Satan himself was fallen. He was Lucifer who fell and took one third of heaven with him, Ezekiel 28. So Satan is saying to God, if you would just move the hedge. Now let me stop pausing part because I, I got to establish these biblical facts. Number one, Satan and God talks. They talk about you and me. He's trying to accuse and God is excusing. God is a stand-in when Satan strategically would bring us down. God holds us up when we have fallen. Thank you, Jesus. And and, and so Satan says to God, uh, 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 if you just move the hedge that you placed around him. Let me stop Paul's apart. This morning, you got a hedge around you. A hedge is around your children. A hedge is around your grandchildren. A hedge is around your mind. A hedge is around your heart. A hedge is around your money. A hedge is around your steps. God has put a hedge around you. No weapon. I'm preaching up in this place. No, no weapon, no weapon, no weapon. Not racism, not injustice, not unrest, not pandemic disease. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord has raised up a standard against him. My God. So we know we got a hedge around us. Satan cannot attack us at will. Satan needs a permission slip from Almighty God. And whenever God gives Satan permission to attack you, know that God is only doing it because he knows that you're going to come forth triumphantly. God will let Satan work it in, but he'll work it out. Weeping may endure for night. But joy will come in the morning. I got to keep on believing. I got to keep on trusting. I got to keep on being still and knowing that God's got my best interests at heart. And God gives Satan boundaries. He said, you may touch His hurts, you may touch his life, you may touch his health, but you can't take his life. And the Bible says Satan went out of the presence of the Lord to inflict this great man of God. Now you have to read the first two chapters because he brings major conflict into the life of Job. God had to sign off on it. You may attack Raymond Gordon in this area. You may attack Joe Doe in this area. No other area. And 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 so he had ten children and uh, the Bible says, compilation of things, uh, they, as they were feasting, and east, I mean, a wind came, not east wind, a wind came and blew the house down. All ten children were killed. Catastrophe. God allowed it. Mm. All his riches were gone. Catastrophe. Conflict. God allowed it. Satan took away his health. Lord, have mercy. He had boils on his body, pus coming out. He was cutting and, and trying to soothe himself on the curb, on the sidewalk, in the road. Dogs was licking his wound. Conflict and catastrophe permitted by God. And, 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 and you know the story. His, his wife says, why don't you just curse God and die? And Job said, woman, you speak as a foolish woman. And he worshiped God. He said, the Lord giveth. And the Lord taketh away. He said, naked I came from my mother's womb. And naked I'll go back. Lord, have mercy. 
And, and the Bible says, he said, amen, listen to this, uh, not only naked I came and naked I go back, but he says to the foolish woman, his wife, he said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Bless it! He worshiped God. Be the name of the Lord. You, you cannot praise God for your problems, uh huh, with a failing faith. You can't thank Him for the tribulations, yeah, with a false faith. This man said, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. And all of his words, he never charged God foolishly. My God today. If God allowed conflict and catastrophe without you knowing anything because he made a pact with Satan, could you worship him in spite of your hurt? And and let me let me let me say this, and this is not amen. This is in line with the word of God. You and I got histories. God bought us. We, we, we got heritages. We, we have hurts from the past. Doesn't matter what happened to you. God signed off on it, but he signed off on it futuristically for his glory. He's going to get glory out of everything you've been through. He's going to get glory what you're going through. He's going to get glory what you're getting ready to go through. God's going to get glory. I do I have a witness? That's enough for us to stop Paul's Park and dance and thank the Lord that God is all wise. Nothing catches him by surprise. Well, Lord, why did you allow my parents to die when I was young. Why did you allow me not to have parents? Why did you allow me to be treated so terrible, ter- terribly when I was growing up with my parents? Why did you allow me to have drunken parents, parents on drugs? Why did you allow me, Lord God, to grow up in the ghetto, in, in, in dirt, in filth? Why did you allow me, amen, to be in the street, to run up hither, thither, and everywhere, to catch diseases, amen, to, to, to be addicted to stuff? Why God? And, and God does not always give us answers, but he allowed it. Listen to pastor for his glory. Amen. He allowed it for his glory. Let me say that again. He allowed everything in you about you for his glory. Ah, we see the allowances. I, I can't help but to think when I look back on my life. How many things God allowed to transpire that I never wanted to happen. And yet, he's getting glory. Because every time I testify, I don't just testify by the churchy stuff. I don't just testify, yeah, about where I am today. I testify when I was on my way to hell. I testified when all hell was breaking out in my life. I testified when I was following the diets of Satan. I testified when God had to snatch me out with smoke still in my garments. I testified when I walked in darkness and not light. I can testify that the Lord is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so we were in Egypt he got us out we were in bondage he brought us forth we were in captivity he loosed uh, the locks of my shackles do I have a witness Uh, every once in a while you and I need to go back look back thanking for what's behind us Lord thank you for your goodness your mercy your grace Lord thank you for snatching me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It was nobody but you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
he had a fracture, a hairline fracture, hard to detect about what God allowed. Hmm. Secondly, Job had a fracture of a social attack. What God, listen, allowed in the area of annoyances. Now, the, the deep thing about this book, chapter 3, verse 1, because first chapters, chapters 1 and 2 deals with Job and deals with the scene in heaven. Chapter 3, 1, listen to this, 37, 21, deals with three cycles of conversation by his so-called friends. Now, let me, let me stop, pause, and park. Bill, Dad, Eliphaz, Zophar, and a fourth young one, they, they kept quiet seven days when they came to Job, and sometimes it's just best to keep your mouth shut. If you don't know what God is doing to somebody else, else's life, don't offer your opinion. They, they kept quiet seven days. Feeling sorry for Job, they saw the demise of Job, and they just kept quiet. Sometimes your presence is power. Hmm. And after seven days, they began, like most church folk, to speak their mind. Bildad was a traditionalist, and, you know, Bildad's position was, well, Job, we're really feeling sorry for you, but there's no way that God would permit all this to happen and you were in his will. There was a criticism of Job. Ah. That was Bildad. Eliphaz was an emotionalist. He came from another perspective and said, uh, you know, Job, you just, uh, you need to understand that uh, you did something wrong for all this to happen to you. Sometimes the people closest to us can be strategically used by Satan with their opinions. And then, of course, Zophar, he came and said, you need to repent. You're in sin. Three cycles of conversations for 30-something chapters. That comprises most of the book of Job and Job's main thought through these criticisms, well, listen to this, was, and when I come forth, I'm coming out of this, I'll be like pure gold. Ah. He was fractured because he became angry with his friends, and you and I would become angry. Some people know more about your life than they do their own life. Some people can deduct why you're going through what you're going through. Amen. They've already pinpointed your problem. Amen. They've already studied your stuff. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and they can't even study their own stuff. And, and it's through the annoyances ah, of so-called friends that his fractured faith appeared. There are people in your family and my family, people who are friends, my friends. They always are offering you free advice. And they're wrong. Sometimes it's God's purposes for you and I to go through certain problems. Paul says, I've learned. In whatever state I'm in, to be content. Lord, have mercy. And 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 so and so, people looking from the outside in are always learn learned people who think they know what's going on in your life. That is that is child of God. Instead of us just praying for them, we we want to be their psychologists. We want to be. Amen. Some kind of a uh, 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 tell uh, teller. We want to be a genie in a lamp. We want to come out with all the answers as to why, why, why. And God 
amen, uh, allows these ruptures to bring the real remedy. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so, and so there, there are allowances by God. There are annoyances that God allows. I've had annoyances as pastor. Everybody know how to pastor. Ain't nobody been called to pastor. Everybody think they know everything I ought to do, but God didn't talk to them. God doesn't make conference calls. Do I have a witness? And sometimes in your life, everybody's smarter than you. They know more than you know. They know more about you than you know. They know more of you than you know. They've already calculated everything about you. But they can't evaluate themselves. If you're looking at me, you can't be looking at yourself. If you're evaluating me, you can't be evaluating yourself. If you're examining me, you can't examine yourself. If you got all the rationale and answers as to why I'm going through what I'm going through, then you know more than God. Fact, fact of the matter is, the allowances, the annoyances, and then to Job's amazement, the avoidances. God steps in. Let's pause park and give God some praise for stepping into our lives when we're suffering and stumbling. When we feel like throwing a towel in, when we want to get out, God uh, may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. But they that wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings. Yeah, like eagles, they'll run and not get weary, walk and not faint. And we know that all things are working together for the good, for them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. Mm, Be still and know that I'm God. Deliverance is on the way. Thank you, Jesus. That that is, that is, that is, in this 38th chapter, we we see some interesting things about God. Now, now Job has been faithful, Job has been holding out. Job starts thinking in terms of futility. And here's what Job says: I wish the day my mother had me that I died. And Job's assessment was, it would be better for me to have died than to go through all this. Lord, have mercy. Some of us feel that way this morning. I've been to hell and back in this marriage. I've been to hell and back in this ministry. I've been to hell and back in my mind. I've been to hell and back with my money. I've been been to hell and back. Maybe it was better if I just died. And when you say that, you're saying to God, your total supremacy doesn't work. So God begins to interrogate Job, about his pain, his programs, his hurts, his history. And and it's here in chapter 38 that God talks about the foundations lead. He says, uh, uh, son of man, pull up the loins of your mind and answer me. Where were you? creation when the morning stars the angels shouted for joy Mm. son of man son of man where 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 were you when all rivers flow into the ocean and yet the ocean has never overflowed it has a stopping point at the beach Lord have mercy. Where, well, uh, uh, a son of man, since you got so much know-how and knowledge, where, where were you when the strongest animal, the rhino, eats grass and yet has an armor exterior and is the strongest animal on earth? Where, where were you to be with? Uh, uh, where were you? Lord have mercy. 
uh, when I put perfume in flowers? Where, 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 where were you when I tossed out the Milky Way? Where were you when I tossed out the universe and there's order and there's excellence and everything functions uh-huh, in the way that I made it? Uh, son of man, I'm challenging your insights. Since you know everything, since you believe you should have died when your mother had you and not gone through all of this, uh, I want you to talk back to me about my wisdom because I am an all-wise God. I'm too wise to make a mistake. Do I have a witness? And God, God says, and there are some hidden things that I allow that you know nothing about. Moses was hidden. Yeah. Placed in bulrush, put into the Nile. He was hidden in Egypt and became great in Egypt. For the purposes of God, David was hidden. The prophet, yeah, went through seven brothers to anoint. And none of them was God's choice, but there was a ruddy boy out raising sheep. Where the oil flowed freely. A man after God's own heart. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And child of God, uh, Jesus was hidden. He came forth uh, in Bethlehem of Ephrata when angels sang. Uh-huh. He came forth in a stable. Do I have a witness? The church is hidden. A mysterion, the ecclesia, the called out ones. No one in the Old Testament knew there was going to be a church where God called the divine time down and secretly ushered in uh, the church. The rapture is hidden. Nobody knows the day or the hour. God's got some hidden things going on in your life. So Job came to a confession Job said, woe is me, I'm unclean, and my lips are unclean. I dwell among an unclean people. And until we see ourselves as God sees us, we're messed up. The confession is, woe is me, it's me, I'm the problem. Uh, Not my husband, not my wife, not my children, I'm the problem. I've got this fallen nature that keeps on, amen, flurrying with the flesh. Uh, he confesses. But then God tells him to have compassion on his so-called friends. Forgive them. Release them. Now let me stop, pause apart. Let me back up. Some of you worship. Some of you wave your hand. Some, some of you are walking according to the light of the word. But you can't forgive. You can't release somebody else when they mess up. Mm. You keep forgetting what God did for you. But you can't do it for somebody else. You're you're in denial about your own stuff. You, You keep setting aside your own stuff. You keep putting perfume on the stinking stuff in your life. Yeah. You keep forgetting just how far God brought you from. And you're not willing to see yourself as God sees you. He said, have compassion on your friends and I will, Job, forgive you. And then God uh, says, Job, you've been in the classroom 
of your hurts, your history, your heritage. You've been in the classroom of what I allowed, the annoyances. And now to your amazement, I'm going to pull you out. What have you learned? And here's what Job said in chapter 42. I have heard of him by the hearing of my ear. But now I'm going through all this and coming out. I've seen him. The problem this morning is some of y'all haven't seen Jesus. You only see him when he pulls you out. You only sees him when he empowers you. You only see him, yeah, when he secures you. Uh, God rebukes uh huh, Job's so-called friends, and he rebuked them seriously. Why were you an annoyance to him when he was fractured by pain? Why did you judge him? Why did you pass judgment on him? Why did you act like you knew why? Amen. What was happening was because he did something against me. Be careful when you judge others. That that is, Job Job says, I I had heard. I'm coming in for a landing now. I had heard of him, but now I've seen him. Let me let me stop. In 33 years of pastoring and none of your business, how many years of my life? I've seen Jesus. I've seen him walk on troubled waters. I've seen him stop storms in my life. I've seen him bring abnormal things back to normal. I've seen him redirect my children. and I've seen him interface with my marriage. I've seen him make me strong when I was weak. I've seen him clean up what I messed up. I've seen him. Yeah, you can't make me doubt him. I know I'm preaching up in this place too much about him. I've seen him. He has chastened me. Yeah. He has chosen me. Ah, he's cleaned me up. He's turned me around. He's placed my feet on a solid ground. Put a new song in my mouth. Even praise. Do I have a witness? He took my fractured faith and fixed it. Won't he fix it? The Lord will fix what's concerning you. The Lord is a heart fixing mind regulator. The Lord will do it so that he can get all the praise. Do I have a witness? I've seen the lightning flash. I've heard yeah, the thunder rolling, sin breakers dancing. But the but the songwriter said, but then I called, I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest, thou weary soul. I dare you to trust him. He'll bring you in. Do I have a witness? I've seen his awareness. I've seen his authority. I've seen his alliances. I've seen his allowances. I've seen his answers. Do I have a witness? My fractured faith is fixed. Do I have a witness? Paul put it this way, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Not pandemic, not racism, not injustice. My God is an awesome God. Can I get a witness? Any worthy to be praised when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all.
He's done for me. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me through many dangers, toils and snares. I've already come. The Lord is good. He's good in what he allows. He's good in the annoyances of criticism. And he's good to the amazement of bringing us out. Job was the man. And God restored double everything he had. Double amount of children. Double amount of riches. God will restore. God will bring back uh, everything you lost. God will bless you for his name's sake. And God is worthy to be praised. God is worthy for us to praise him. Because he has not dealt with us according to our sins. Nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. Lord, thank you. Fix my fractured faith. Fix it, Lord. Fix this hairline split. Fix it so I can walk without limping. Fix it so I can labor without letting up. Fix it so I can be liberated. Fix this fracture of my faith. Help me to believe you in spite of all the hell that keeps coming against me. I would have fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Did you know you can use using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To get using this method, search for the SMB. Fractured faith is fixed. Financially online, sending your tithing envelopes to P.O. Box 817 Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Pray for us, pray for our church, pray for the saints of God, pray for your family, pray for yourself. Amen. And whatever you do, be still. Let the truth of God be your strength. And God will send you a peace that passes all understanding. And we praise him this morning for fixing our fractured faith. God bless you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and free. Click donation and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution and Payment.